This is Guarding the Harvest, presented by Principium Tactical Wealth. And welcome in to Guarding the Harvest here on AM760 WJR. I'm Frank Beckman, and joining us, as always, the president of Principium Tactical Wealth, Chris Alberta on the other end of our line as we practice our social distancing during this important time in our lives that's having an impact on the market, banks, and everybody in particular. There's not one job that has not been impacted by COVID-19. We'll be talking all about the recent changes in the market on Guarding the Harvest today, the impact of COVID-19. You can always reach Chris and his Principium team at 888-800-8949 or online, retirelikefrank.com, 888-800-8949, or retirelikefrank.com. So we'll be uh, right here with Chris Alberta. Stay with us through the break. I'm Frank Beckman. We'll be discussing what's happening in the market, how COVID-19 is impacting everything on the financial landscape and retirement, and we'll be right back, guarding the harvest, here on AM760 WJR. And welcome back into Guardian Harvest. Frank Beckman here along with Chris Alberta on News Talk 760 WJR. We're on a wild ride right now. Let's let's face it. Uh, Chris, tell me what it's been like talking with clients over the last few weeks, trying to stay in some contact with them. They can't come into the office, obviously. But this is one of those times when you can really grade your own performance as an advisor, isn't it? Yeah, Frank, it's good to be back with you. And Man, what what an incredible journey this has been already in just a few weeks. It, it's really hard to talk to clients on the phone um, and not be able to see them necessarily face-to-face, to have so many people calling and emailing, you know, wanting to know what's happening with their accounts. Obviously, nowadays they can look online and see what's happening, but as things shift so fast every day, there's a lot of uh, you know unsettled folks And, you know, the reality is we've done very, very well for our clients. And I always, always tell people, and I've told you in the past, performance as a financial advisor really is evaluated properly during big downturns, not when everything's going good. Anybody can make money when things are going good. So we're yeah, you, really proud you of can you done. can pick you can pick an investment out of a hat when things are going good, but it's oh, yeah. challenging times like this where you have to be very careful and really plan ahead. Yeah, you know it's not. I don't know if you remember, but a couple months ago we talked about what I call bomb shelter planning, where you know we're building portfolios sometimes to say, look, if the waves come crashing in like a tsunami, or there's terrorism, or there's you know you know, biochemical type stuff, what happens when fear drives the market, you know, just in, just knocks it to smithereens? And that's exactly what we're seeing. So it's, it's, it's unsettling and it's sad and it's scary, but it's also gratifying to see how well what we've built for people is holding up. Mm-hmm. And and how do you judge that? I mean, how are people reacting these days? Are, do, you, do you sense that clients are panicking a little bit? Yeah, not as much as I thought they would. Now, to be fair, we are almost entirely in the retirement space. I mean, our youngest clients are in their early to mid-50s for the most part. We have a few that are children of our clients. But most of the most of the folks that I've talked to, and, and we're talking about several dozen at this point, have all kind of made the same comments. Well, you know, we knew we'd be in for something like this at some point. I think that most of them assumed 
at some point the market would see a, a real big retraction, a correction. Uh, a lot of them thought, frankly, it was going to be um, embedded in the in the whirlwind of this next election. Now, of course, we got a, a, like an early Christmas present with this thing getting knocked around. Nobody expected this to happen. So most of them have kind of stayed the course and said, listen, it, we're going to ride this out. Uh, fundamentally, the, the market and the economy seem to be okay. But now that attitude is starting to shift a little bit. It's not just a blip at this point. It's a pretty, pretty bad attack uh, on, the, on the fortitude of the market itself. Is, is it a little bit of a panic right now? Yeah. It's abs- if you're a retiree and you're, and you're saying to yourself, you know, I, I'm not working anymore. I don't have a paycheck anymore. This IRA money, for example, that I'm going to draw from every month, is my paycheck. You know, every dollar in there is one of my employees. It's supposed to be out there working for me. When you when you wake up and you have 20, 30, maybe more percent less than you did a month ago, that's pretty darn scary. That that now you're in, in, in paycheck jeopardy, so to speak. And that's never a good feeling. Now, while we've done better than the market by a landslide for our clients, that doesn't even even a five to ten percent hit. Uh, on the overall portfolio value, that can be thousands and thousands of dollars a year to some people that they're afraid to take out. Absolutely. And and that matters uh, when you're retiring on that money. Or you, you, you're counting on that money for your retirement. You are. And you can't just watch it. You know, I've talked to a lot of people who, you know, we our money managers got most folks out of the market a while, about almost two weeks ago now. So we haven't experienced kind of the tumultuous activity uh, on the market side with the people who manage money professionally. But, you know, the, the lost thought in that whole cycle is that if people are just going up and down every day, if it goes down 5% one day and then it goes back up 5% the next day, that might look good and feel good on the news when you say, okay, well, at least it came back today what it went down yesterday. But the dollars don't return back to where they were. But if, if I lose $10,000 because the market goes down 5% and then the next day it goes up 5%, I didn't make back that same amount of money. I made back less. Right. So we, we can't just sit there every day, day over day, and watch it yo-yo back and forth. That's not a sound plan. Unless you're 40 and you're still working and, and you, you don't have a care in the world about the long term. But I think that would be foolhardy to do it that way. Chris, can you give me an example, though, of how you plan long term when we're not sure how long this this virus is going to last, what the overall impact is going to be? Uh, how, how do you plan ahead and sort of pick winners out there and know who's going to survive it financially? Well, I'm not going to speak to what, you know, what stocks, for example, might be winners. I think there's sectors that we can all look at and say, OK, well, we know, for example, airlines are going to get crunched during this time frame. Will airlines forever and always be crunched? No, there's not that many of them to begin with. Um, So certainly one way to look at this in terms of a silver lining, if you will, is the fact that many of these stocks and big sectors that have been kind of overvalued for, for years now have now plummeted, and essentially they're on clearance. That's not to say people should be going out and buying those necessarily, but at some point they will be right. bought again and they will go up in value. Um, but, you know, folks are, are you know, you, I walk into Meyer where I live and you see everything missing, right? For the first time, people are eating canned beans like it's their job. Right? So if you're going to hoard things like toilet paper and beans and dried pasta, that attitude is such that I say I'm going to, I'm going to, 
fill my pantry with things that I know will last a long time and I'll use them sparingly. That, that same mindset really should be the financial planning mindset. I'm going to fill my portfolio right now with cash and treasuries and annuity contracts and things that I know cannot be hurt beyond a certain point, even though they're low yield. I'd much rather have filet mignon and lobster tail, but that's a dicey proposition right now. The box of pasta and the jar of sauce is, is going to be uh, more stable for a long time, right? So it, it's attitudinal the way we have to treat this with clients. Well, and the other thing that I think I've learned from you over time is that you don't just concentrate on one area of the economy. So uh, you don't put, if you will, all your eggs in one basket. Sure. Yeah, people have made the most money over the last handful of years than than many of them ever have in their lifetime in the stock market. But now they've watched a lot of it go ahead and vanish. Um, same thing with a lot of the good annuity instruments out there, especially in the fixed market. You know, a lot of those seem boring. Making four, five, six percent seems boring. But when it is resetting every year or every two years, and you can't lose this year what you made last year, now you got a lot of people that were rolling their eyes about their annuity last year, going, "Holy moly, am I glad I own this thing?" So you know, it's, it's one of those those things again, where in that pantry, in that retirement financial pantry, you have to have more than one thing that's got a role in your life. All right, Chris, stay where you are. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll continue with Guarding the Harvest. Our guest, Chris Alberta, along with your host, Frank Beckman, here on Radio 760 WJR. Welcome back into Guarding the Harvest. I'm Frank Beckman, your host, and Chris Albert is with us from Principium. You can always reach him at 888-800-8949 or go online and uh, try retirelikefrank.com. You can get all the advice that you could ever want from Chris, our financial expert, who joins us this morning at a very, very critical time in our financial lives because of what's happened in the market. Stock market dropping in the range of about 30% or so. And uh, the, the truth is, Chris, we don't know what bottom is yet, do we? No, we don't, and we, you know, you know as well as I do, Frank. We can't, we can't time the bottom. I mean, certainly there's people that are going back into the market now because it's, you know, twenty percent or more less than it was when maybe they got out, and that's that. That'll be good for them maybe long term. But who knows if we've hit bottom? This, um, these very dire predictions that come out of Washington that we are seeing. You know, we're seeing the president every night get up in front of everybody and it's i mean i hate to say it but it sounds more and more ominous every time he gets up there so could there be a a new low coming a new bottom perhaps uh we just don't know that part and it's irresponsible to try and take a stab at what the bottom really is at this point and yet that's what your clients are left to try to do aren't they they are trying to figure out you know what's going to happen next is it going to get worse are we going to see a total end of car sales for the next year or so while this virus continues to spread it, it these are things that are very very difficult to predict and uh, it's still the way people have to consider things before they decide where to invest their money yeah it is and that's that's why, you know, Principium is not the only company that takes a very tactical, um, disciplined approach to retirement investing. No, you just but happen I, to be the best at it. 
Well, that's that's. Uh, I'm glad you see that you think that, Frank. Someday, maybe um, we'll, you know, we'll have the, the state of Michigan agreeing with you as an as an entire uh, entity. But we, you know, this is one area where we feel good because our clients don't have to decide when the bottom is. Um, that's what algorithms and signaling and a team, a, a panel of, of money managers and kind of financial architects are doing for them. Now, we we have been enormously secure. Um, going back now at about two and a half weeks in terms of having um, managed money people out of the market almost entirely, annuity people that have no principal risk whatsoever. They may see some of the, the mid-year crediting interest um, go down, and uh-huh. but the worst case for them is that they'll make zero in that given year. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, different ways to kind of cook that recipe. But it will be an opportunity for those people who didn't take it. That's what you need to do is divide this into two groups. Those people who are writing this thing down to the quote-unquote bottom, they could spend a substantial amount of time, years, making back what they lost. Our folks won't have to do that. Some of them got, they got nipped a little bit, but it's just a flesh wound. They're not going to be in, in, in surgery recovering for three years because we were out you know, early enough to, to not expose them to that. Yeah, their their account is not going to be on a ventilator. Is the bottom line. These annuity owners you mentioned, ex- explain that a little bit for those in our audience here on Guardian Harvest who may not be familiar with annuities. Well, okay. So at its at its core, the retirement industry basically can be broken down into two major components, two universes. One that is purely securities related. They're buying mutual funds. They're buying stocks. They're buying bonds. They're buying ETFs. They go up with the market and down with the market, and oftentimes folks are paying a management fee to have someone assumably smarter than they are you know, pulling the strings on what gets sold and bought when. The other half of that industry is a structured product, insurance-backed product, whether it's fixed annuity products, index products, variable products, sometimes life insurance products that pay dividends, things like that. The, the real upside benefit to those is shines the brightest in times like these, where if I buy, for example, a fixed indexing instrument where my principal is guaranteed, I'm only going up in accordance with what the market gains, but I don't participate in market losses. So if the market goes down 30%, my principal remains the same as it was at the end of the last term, let's say last year. So you know that feels awfully good to someone who is you know not working anymore, and that is, let's say, half of or the bulk of what their kind of stored away pantry of money is for this time frame going forward. That's not to say that it's smart to rely 100% on annuities for your retirement income. We love seeing, as you know, we love seeing blends where, you know, a good annuity product is a third to maybe half of a portfolio value combined with banking and stock market and everything else. But, you know, of course, anytime the market's hemorrhaging like this, the, the really highly secure instruments are going to look the best. So it's not fair to just throw the baby out with the bathwater um, and, t- and say that the market's evil. It's not. It's just really having a hard time right now. Well, and that's why you diversify like that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's merit to all these things, and all of them serve a role, right? If I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the the cash that I need at the ready in the bank. I have the long-term income that I'm going to be calling on for required distributions, which, by the way, have a, a special new rule now with the stimulus package. Let's get back to that. But then you know, I have the, the, the long-term growth money in the stock market, knowing that at times it will get knocked around a little bit, but 
in the long run it, it will grow and go forward is the assumption. But this is unlike anything we've seen, um, you know, where the framework of the market itself was healthy and, and chugging along just fine. And fear has just blown this thing to smithereens. All right. For all of you listening to us on AM 760 WJR, this is Guarding the Harvest. I'm Frank Beckman with our guest, Chris Alberta, our expert in the field from Principium. And you can always reach Chris at 888-800-8949 or online, retirelikefrank.com. A lot more to talk about. We'll continue the discussion in just a moment. Frank Beckman here on AM760 WJR, along with our Principium Tactical Wealth expert, Chris Alberta, who's with us from time to time on this program. You hear his commercials on our show. You can always reach him via the phone, 888-800-8949, or go online to their website, retirelikefrank.com. We provide this program for you to give you the best advice we can on how to look ahead and protect your income in the future. And uh, one of the things we're hearing so much about right now, and people are wondering, what am I going to get, is with this stimulus bill that was passed in Washington, Chris. Yeah, what a, I mean, what an enormous undertaking um, they, they've had there in the, in the House and the Senate. This is interesting stuff because Granted, we, we've never seen anything on this scale. And kudos to the to the guys and gals in Washington on both sides that, that kind of put the pedal to the metal. Granted, I mean, we, we have watched now all the infighting and the silly remarks and, and some of the nonsense that's in the bill. But on the whole, they had to do something and they did it relatively quick. So as it pertains to our retirees, there's a couple things that that are worth mentioning. And the biggest one is that and a lot of folks haven't seen this, but the 2020 required minimum distributions for IRA accounts will be waived if the bill stays in the form that it's currently in. What do you I mean? That takes it, it, meaning that the amount of money that you have to take out of your IRA account as a retiree, it's called the required minimum distribution. So mm-hmm. when you're over 70 years old, now it's going to be 72 with, with some of the newer laws that came out last year. You have to take out a chunk of money just to report it as income and pay taxes. That's kind of a standard thing. Now, some people have to take money out anyway, Frank, because they need it to live on. But there's other folks who say, look, I got this money stored away in the IRA, and they're making me take it out just to create a taxable event, okay? It's really lousy when someone has to take out a required distribution in a down year because the calculation for how much you have to is based on December 31st of the previous year. So if somebody had a half a million dollars in their IRA and the IRS says, you know, you need to take out 22000 this year um, at a minimum to be in compliance and not get heavily penalized, if, they, if that 22000 is coming from an account that was 500 on December 31, but now it's 350 that's an awfully big chunk to take on a percentage basis. In the bill, 
They actually I was just going to say, that. by the same token, you you don't want to panic either. So you've got to make a decision on how much of your income you want to invest. And everybody's looking forward to some kind of check and wondering, is is there a percentage number you can put on where you say, yeah, you're going to get a check from the government as part of the stimulus package. Uh, take this much and invest. Take this much and save. What is there a general principle there, Chris? I've heard 70-30 well, before. No, not so much in the retirement market. I mean, I just was reading the other day that Social Security recipients, which make up the bulk of the retiree market, they're going to have direct deposits for their stimulus amount. We don't know necessarily that another stimulus amount is coming behind it. Um, You know, we hope that there will be, and that's the plan. But if I was a a retiree and I were to get $1,000 direct deposited into my my Social Security uh, bank account, I wouldn't go invest that in anything. I would leave it there to provide myself a bit of a cushion for groceries and and gasoline and anything else, utilities and and property taxes that might be coming up that I have to pay so that I don't have to resort to taking excess funds from my IRA, especially while that IRA is suffering. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, and I don't want to sound flippant about it, but we're not all uh, the Kennedy per- Center for the Performing Arts that's getting $75 million here either. You know, people are getting uh, much smaller checks. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I'm getting $1,000 as a retiree with no promise of another $1,000 in a month, and I'm already kind of paycheck to paycheck, the last thing I'm going to do is take that money and invest it somewhere. I'm going to keep it in my bank account where I can use it to buy food. Mm-hmm. What about health care, Medicare work? How is, how's your team been affected there? Well, we're certainly not as busy as we normally are, which on the Medicare side, you know, as we've hosted these Medicare events, you and I together, and that's a real a pain point for a lot of people. It's interesting that there's so many people turning 65 in Michigan every single month who need Medicare help. And try as we might, calling them right now is next to impossible, which is ironic because they're all supposed to be home. <laughs> right? True. If everyone's sitting there watching the news, unfortunately, right, and, and you're, the phone's ringing but they're not picking it up, many of them still have to make decisions on what to do with their Medicare. And of all the times also to really be prejudicious about what you're spending money on healthcare-wise, savings on, in any capacity right now is a good thing. You know, with the amount of instability out there income-wise, IRA values and stock market values plummeting for many people, getting rid of some of the excess, you know, billing and wasteful stuff that you just don't need should be a premium. So, that's a, you know, I always encourage people in times like this, one of the first things a senior citizen, a retired person should be doing is calling us saying, hey, am I spending too much on this Medicare because of all the times to, to save money? This is one of them. You bet. And this is the perfect time to get that advice. This is not the time to be out there guessing on your own, is it? No. No. And, you know, it, nothing's changed in terms of the need, right? Uh, just because the COVID-19 thing has the, is taking center stage right now for everyone's attention medically, people still need good Medicare supplements, good Medicare Advantage programs. They're going to be making normal claims and seeing doctors. This will end. And, and when it does, you don't want to find yourself, uh, you know, without the right insurance or any insurance because you were you were scared to move. Mm-hmm. We can do all that by phone. Chris Alberta doing it by phone at eight eight eight.
800-8949 or online, retirelikefrank.com. This is Guarding the Harvest. Chris Alberta from Principium is with us as our special guest. That's Principium Tactical Wealth. And uh, we're always so happy to talk to him. We learn so much and get such good advice on this program. We, ca- we cannot just so people know, we can't be specific about individual invest- investments here, can we? No, we do our best to just try and give not just generic advice, but good, solid advice without getting into high specifics, because nowadays everything is so personalized and customizable. What we don't want is people running off because Chris and Frank said something on the radio and, you know, clicking the buy now button. That just doesn't make sense. That's the last thing you want to do. You want to sit down with a financial advisor, an investment advisor like Chris Alberta, whether it's over the phone or in person someday when we return to normal activities after CV-19 passes. But this is what you want to do. That's why you want to talk to an expert and not just take things into your own hands. It's really simple. Yes, sir. Especially with the video calls we have now. It's just remarkable. I could be in my pajamas and they wouldn't even know. Oh, come on. They would, too. <laughs> with those biceps bulging out of the arms you bet they would but no, right. no kidding you're really doing things by video chat now these days yeah we are we have a lot of virtual tools that we didn't have even a few years ago they were available but people weren't as comfortable with them and you know if there's one you know another little mini silver lining here is you know oftentimes i'll see someone four five six times in person for an hour or two a piece before we before we start working together because it feels like the right thing to do. And oftentimes they're driving at a distance. They're coming from you know, Detroit or, or, or Birmingham, or um, I had someone come from Hillsdale a couple of weeks ago. That's a long drive. Mm-hmm. Now we'll be forced to do things by correspondence for a minute, and people might be comf- very comfortable with it by the time we're done. It's very secure and, and quite convenient. That might be one of the few benefits of all this, that we develop some new technologies, become more comfortable with these technologies, and are able to carry on our business without having to have that face-to-face communication where viruses like this can be spread. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well, listen, we appreciate the time this morning on Guarding the Harvest. A lot more to talk about with Chris Alberta, including some other savings ideas that he might have. What uh, sorts of things are you thinking today? Is that a, Frank, you asked me that question live? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, you cut out for a minute. Sorry. What other savings ideas? Well, right. if, I was a, if I was a retiree now or going into retirement very soon amidst this crisis, it's going to be tougher for the average person to, to look at the menu that is available because so many of the, of the prices and the terms on things like life insurance and annuity contracts are worse than they were. 60 days ago but they won't stay that way so it's a very it's a very good time to readdress what needs to happen in your life as a set of minimum um you know if i were to say to the average person i'd like to see you know 15 to twenty thousand dollars in savings in a checking account money market account and i'd like to see maybe 40 percent of the overall portfolio in a fixed annuity product that had a minimum guarantee of five percent and it, you know, reset every year or something so that no matter what happens in future years, we can't lose you know, what we've made in past years. Right now, it's so fresh in people's minds how, how great things can be and how quickly the tide can turn and just ravage what they've built up. But it's a good reminder, right? It's just like after my dad had a heart attack. I mean, I hadn't thought about my heart in 
10 years. As soon as that happens, I want to go see the cardiologist and make sure that I'm okay. Sure, horrible news, but important to learn from it at the same time. Chris Albert is with us. He's from Principium Tactical Wealth. You're on Guarding the Harvest here on AM 760 WJR. We'll be right back. to Guarding the Harvest here on AM 760 WJR. We're joined, of course, by our expert in the field from Principium Tactical Wealth Management, the boss, Chris Alberta. And he is the man to talk to when it comes to guarding your harvest and your retirement. We've been uh, into this all morning long. And well, let me say that differently. We've been into this throughout the show, and people, you know, around the country, they read your articles, they hear you on the air or on the Internet, and how this plays out over time, the CV-19 over the next couple of months is going to be very important to a lot of people's income and to their retirement funds. Uh, Do you have any feel for how this is going to uh, come to an end, how it, uh, what will spur things to change in the economic market? You know, I have my thoughts. I think just like everyone does, we, you know, we all now have so much, so many different news sources at our fingertips. Um, you know, a lot of what I, I, I read and and then write on gets a tremendous amount of circulation. And we've been really blessed to hear how much feedback we had from one of the recent posts I wrote um, called uh, Moonlight and, and Sunrises or Moon Shadows and Sunrises. It's interesting to, to see the, the demographic continue to change with this thing. Uh, two weeks ago, I was telling people, let's give it a couple weeks. Let's see if these numbers really end up looking as bad as they say before we make any decision. Now, of course, uh, we're into the month of April, and we're going to say, let's give it another couple of weeks and then reassess and see how, how bad it looks out there. You know, my hunch, if I'm if I'm being honest, is, I don't think the numbers in terms of fatality will be nearly what the government is predicting at this time. It just doesn't it is a very linear scale with this stuff. We'd have to have eight million or more people infected to have, you know, six figure type um, deaths. So we can only pray and hope that that's the case and um, they, they mitigate this better than maybe what they're projecting. I think once we hit the point, Frank, where we can see the numbers start to flatten out and go down, and we see some states get back to normal working life, there'll be a real hope and encouragement again, and that's when things will start to kind of rally up, which would be a blessing. We can't do this for six months, right? It just won't work. No, No, it'll tear us apart. Hey, by the way, I just got a message. Cat Stevens says thank you. (laughs) You mentioned Moonshadow. Well, that was... That's, uh, that was a really terrifically fun column to write. You know, do you remember this, the Moon Shadows song? Oh yeah, absolutely. Don't start me singing it now. Well, I'm dreaming can... of a moon shadow. That's right. And then, you know, the valuable lesson there is that when everything seems lost and ominous, you know, you, there's always you can look at what the worst case scenario is. We're surrounded with most of us with people that we love, and we will be back to work, and we will have an economic resurgence. And most of us will not die, will not be infected. 
And those who are smart about this during the process will actually benefit from a very opportunistic market six months from now, a year from now. So right now we're in bomb shelter mode, but we Mm -hmm. won't be there long. Well, you know, I'm so glad to hear you say that and be so positive about this because that's what people need right now as they see their income threatened or their savings threatened. They they need that kind of positive uh, support from people like you, experts who are involved in investing these funds because they're, they, they're in danger right now. There's no question. But it's not going to last forever. We know that, and that's important yeah. to remember, too. Yeah, the optimism should not be a tool. If the optimism isn't authentic, and what I mean by that is if I'm, if I'm only optimistic because I keep on telling you to keep your money in the market and just keep on riding down with it, then I'm incentivized, obviously, by, by having your money in the market or having your money in some product while it's suffering. It, in fact, Principium, we're quite the reverse of that. We're happy to be on the sidelines. And if 90 days from now we decide to get back in and participate, so be it. My optimism is that we are strong as a country, and we have a lot of fortitude as a culture. And while this seems so nasty while we're in the middle of it, it, it will be a blip on, on the long-term you know, radar, so to speak, of the rest of our lives. This will be not forgotten about, but it will be in the rearview mirror before we know it. Exactly. This is not a total economic collapse. This is not the failure of all industries to perform. It's not like we put out all bad automobiles that fall apart as soon as you drive them off the sales lot. You know, this is right. this is not a, an expression about American exceptionalism or the American economy overall, the way it works. This is simply a blip in time caused by a little enemy that we will find a way to defeat. Amen to that. I agree with you 100 percent. Well, I don't want people to panic out there, but I do. this is the time when you really need advice. This is the time when you want to call Chris at 888-800-8949. I don't want to overstate this, Chris, but this may be more important than any time that people have had in their lives to make a call like this. I would say that we can do a better job starting a real financial plan for a retirement person now than we could have six months ago. Even really? though the tools might not be as attractive right now, sure, nobody wants to nobody wants to set up a new plan in the midst of this. But it, the reality is, this is exactly when they should be doing it. The market is in a very very low spot. Some of the products have changed tremendously, and now their awareness of just how nasty it can be is at an all time high. We should be seizing on those emotions as a good reminder of just how precious every single dollar is to us in terms of retirement uh, funds and how fickle the government can be, frankly, and, and how fickle the market can be. Learn our lesson again, just like we did in 2008, and then go forward very boldly into what will be a strong resurgence. Yeah, I'm so glad you phrased it that way, Chris. I think it's really important because that's how you approach this when you talk about people's investments for the future. It's our investment. You feel like it's your own. Yeah, absolutely. And we have to, just like the recession in 08, you know, to a degree we're affected by it, but at least on a, to some degree we have to decide how much we're willing to participate. We, we can't just sit there and watch our market accounts go down and down and down and down and down and, and twiddle our thumbs. We need to take control and follow our gut. If we think it's going to be nasty, it's okay to be in cash and on the sidelines. Going forward after this, there'll be massively good opportunities, but so many people will spend the next three years making back what they lost that they won't benefit from that resurgence. All right, so before we, we leave, give, give, give me one silver lining in all this. 
Hmm. Well, I think that I, I, how about if I give you a couple of silver linings? Okay, Great. not just one. I think one silver lining is even though it might seem fleeting, our, our people in Washington and our people in Lansing who still will continue to fight and scrap with each other uh, have been forced to come together and find some resolutions. And like it or not, they're starting to respect each other at least a touch more than they did a few months ago. That's a good thing. They, those, those people are paid handsomely to work essentially one-third of the year and do what we're supposed to, what, what we want them to do for us. And they've rarely been doing that the last few years. So I think that's a good thing. I, I love the fact, frankly, that when you think about the context of what we're in, you know, we don't know. My generation, I'm 43. I don't know the fear that you knew growing up. I, I never was uh, told to get underneath my desk at school because there might be an atomic attack. Right? I never had to stand in a bread line. I have no idea what it's like to stand at the wall there in, in, in D.C. and look at all my classmates, like my dad did, who died in Vietnam, hundreds of them. We know very, very little these days about, about fear and about scarcity. Watching these businesses that we like around us closed everywhere and not being able to run out for something simple without having to sanitize your hands 11 times and wear gloves and you look like a nutcase, it's going to be really interesting to see how much more we savor the little thing and, and the fact that we don't have to be fearful from day to day. So there's a lesson being learned here every single minute. Chris, it's always enlightening. It's always uplifting. Thanks for being with us on Guarding the Harvest again. We'll see everybody next time, and you be well, okay? Absolutely, Frank. I can't wait to talk to you soon in person. Yeah, on a golf course somewhere, if we ever open Amen. one in the state of Michigan. <laughs> and I've already planned what I'm going to do for my first shot when I get on the golf course. In fact, I've also been thinking about my uh, mulligan, too, so <laughs> or provisional, whichever. That is planning. Talk to you soon, my friend. All right. Bye-bye. Chris is number 888-800-8949 or online, retirelikefrank.com. For Chris Alberta at Principia. This has been Guarding the Harvest, presented by Principium Tactical Wealth.